Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. This is The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we're hosted by Sox Sanchez. Who's that? Who's who? Who who are you? Hey, everybody. Episode 36, Feast, Spinebuster Sports. Feast to my left. Burns is not here. But it's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. (laughs) But but we have our our intern here today. His name's Joe. It's a hockey episode. So I just, you know, just makes sense. You want to say hi? Hello. All right. We got the first words out of his mouth, and (laughs) hopefully that anxiety has left the building. Welcome, everybody, to the feast, episode 36. The Rashid episode, the Rashid Wallace episode. <laughs> Benny Blades. Bryant Westbrook. Um, yeah, there's not too many that were 36 here. But that's okay. Today's agenda, we're going to be talking about the Detroit Red Wings and their closing out of the season and some uh, off-season thoughts, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the NFL draft happened. Yeah, that was cool. We're gonna talk all the Sunny Weavers and the pancake motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, uh, and then are we doing like NBA playoffs? Just the yeah stuff like that. Real quick, real quick, full spreading it, spreading it. Yeah, we'll start here. I'm gonna ask Joe first this week. Joe, how's your week? Uh, lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't have much to do. Not, not much to do this week. Yeah, what's on your agenda for this week? Anything fun? Denting a couple more inches into the couch. We'll see. Nice. Bur- burning some more buttons off the remote. All right. What? Uh, any, any good TV shows you've been watching? Bunch, a uh, few more of those uh, B minus rated movies. Joe likes to watch C plus B minus movies on Sunday night. <laughs> I'm like I've, you know, lived with you guys before. Yeah, I know, but the world has not. But so that's Joe's specialty. Uh, yeah. Lean on me was on last night. Yep. First Stop. first movie I've ever seen Morgan Freeman. What was the movie that we watched the one time? Meteor Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> All the way through, I'm sure too. Oh yeah. It was just like just like how we always watch Draft Day on yeah. Football Draft Day, and we never skip past Remember the Titans. It's true. Oh, we did not. I did not watch Draft Day this year. We did not. Yeah. We didn't do it for fantasy football either, did we? Oh, it was on, though. Yeah, we we watched it at some point around that time. Yeah. yeah it's just naturally on because they know. Kyle. Yes, sir. How was the last week of April? How The last week of April? Up and down, but it was good. Up and down up, like a roller coaster, up. baby. But it's exciting because April was our most downloaded month ever. Holler. Yeah. We, yeah. we killed it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. For, yeah. uh, once again, keep downloading us. Keep suggesting us to your friends. Share share us. We're going to come up with some sort of uh, giveaway to try to get some shares and some more fans on the page. So Some, some more news to come, I suppose, because yeah. that was news to me. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, ha-ha. <laughs> very good. Um, no SNL this week? Yeah. Got anything... How was your week? Oh, it was all right. I was pretty chill. Yeah? Yeah. Well, long week at work. Long week at work, huh? Yeah. yeah. Other than that, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for Mother's Day. See mom. Yes. And the birthday. That's all right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the famous 37th anniversary. Yeah, the 37th anniversary. Of me saying, what up? <laughs> What yeah. what up, bitches? What up, everybody? Uh Kyle, you are we? You, would you like to? We have anything random? I don't know. I can't. Joe, anything grinding your gears? How are the takeout lines in Kalamazoo? Oh, killer! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they, I, there's been no gripes. I think everyone's been doing their part. Yeah, well, that's good. 
Traffic on West Main though right now is bananas. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like the new Westnage. Yeah. I I am on Westnage for like a quarter of a mile and that's about it. And yeah. it's not even the bad part. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so. it's just I feel like I can drive down Westnage, it's like, all right, and I drive down West Main, it's like Yeah. Like people drive like dick bags, man. Yeah, people are dumb. Yeah. D U M. Yeah. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. D U M dumb. Um there's something else. Oh, how's you been watching any of the USFL? Um, so Oh god, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up because I was uh-huh. going to actually I forgot to bring that up was uh Paxton Lynch made his first USFL start yesterday. Yeah, was he a backup to start the season? He was. To, to who? To the number one overall pick. The Patterson? Shea Patterson. They're on the same team? Yeah. Wow. It's the only two guys in the EX or the USFL that I knew was Shea Patterson and Paxton Lynch. And uh I don't recall, because I'm pretty sure I changed the channel, mm. uh how that game went, but uh yeah, it was eight nothing. Michigan Panthers. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now. I knew it came on after soccer, but I watched a lot of soccer on Saturday. So, yeah. huh? That was that was a complete trick question. But thank you for ask, for answering that question, there, Kyle. Yeah, don't. Our I'm insider, USFL insider, Kyle. I'm trying to. Kyle. I'm trying to stay in it. Yeah. Yeah. They, it looks like you're they trying had, to. You're just trying to lock down that. Looks like person you can steal in the fantasy football draft in round eleven. Yeah. <laughs> No, round 11, I have a keeper of Trey Lance. Okay. (laughs) And that's actually true. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, We actually, the Panthers won 24-0 over the Maulers, who cut that guy for wanting pizza instead of chicken salad. So suck a fucking cock, (laughs) Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah, that's probably because they have no run game. Yeah, hey, well, I, that's I believe that's the second time you said that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Way to date myself. Yeah. Let's spread it. Yeah, we're going to spread Full spread. Full spread brought to you by. No, we don't have any sponsors. Uh, full spread here on the feast by Mushroom Sports. Kyle, what we what, what do you got on your list of the talk about today? NFL draft. Oh, that's probably the big one. Yeah, uh, biggest winners and losers. Yeah, um, like Trayvon Walker went number one, Aiden no. Hutchinson. Like there was a report that I saw today that the NFL was actually very upset with the lions because they, even though Jacksonville knew who they wanted to take, they asked them to wait the entire clock. Well, Detroit We're turned right up there. Detroit turned it in like less than a minute after Jacksonville made their pick. So, yeah. well, they can wait to go announce it. They can calm themselves. Yeah. Like whatever. Like, but yeah. Uh, it won't get the lines. I here think it's s- because the news leaks in the NFL, you know, tries to keep everything tight. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with keeping anything tight with the social media world. First but of uh, I guess let's cover the Lions. Well, let's get. We'll, we'll start with the other teams real quick. All right. Who do you who, who do you think is? I think the Jets winner? had a nice draft. I agree. I think the Jets they the Jets and the Giants both had very good drafts where they did they didn't reach for things with those two picks. They took best available filled needs that they needed and going forward it looks like they're have good foundations to yeah at least see you wonder why baltimore is always in it they dude, had a dude baltimore's draft was fucking disgusting getting kyle hamilton like they got eight of the top 100 players yeah eight like what the fuck yeah people people wonder and then even when they got a job in the, you know, yeah, he's going to probably have a you know, red shirt year or whatever, but still. But that's the same. He, you don't think he can develop under John Harbaugh, Harbaugh in that system they run in Baltimore? That's going to be that's going to be what the interesting thing is with uh, what we talk about the Lions. But the last team that I wanted to hit as a winner was the fucking Eagles. Yeah. Getting uh, A.J. Brown, I believe. Didn't they hit up? They got oh. Jordan Davis. Yep, and then they got another Georgia guy. And they ended up getting Dean in the third round. Huge value. But apparently there's an injury, something there. But, but, it, but like, there's been conflicting reports because his family's come out and said that there is no injury. But still, regardless, I don't, you're drafting one of the top linebackers in the draft in the third round. Regardless, he misses one year. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you know, like I said, with Ojabo, yeah, he's going to redshirt him, but that is the perfect fit for him to be 
still learning to play football because he's only played football, what, three, four years? Yeah, and fucking getting, like, Kyle Hamilton kind of falling in their lap. Yeah. Uh, I think Jordan Davis was the person they were going to go after. Sure. Sitting there. That's why the Eagles moved up. But, uh, you know, landing Kyle Hamilton. Steal. Dude, it, I, I think it, and like you said, the perfect fit for what Baltimore always does in the last 10, 12, 15 years. But I also, like, those are the only teams I had really down as winners other than Detroit, like, having. And I'm still iffy about it, even though I think defensive end, they got the player they wanted, Aiden Hutchinson. Huge. And getting uh, the guy out of Kentucky. Uh, I mean, only the only three year captain ever at Kentucky. He's a hard worker. Said the most tackles for losses in the SEC. Complete Dan Campbell. You can t- com- like, tell he's a complete Dan Campbell guy. Oh, uh, since 2014 or something like that. Um, and obviously trading up to get the guy that they wanted with Williams. But I know how you feel about it because I felt I kind of thought the same thing when I watched it. Like I thought they were going to go up and get Hamilton. And I texted you and said that. I was like, standing behind the bar at work, and I was like, they're going to get Hamilton. And they (laughs) said, uh, nope. Nope. And, but I mean, if that's the guy they wanted, and I, yeah, I, you know, and I'm talking with Burns via it all too. Like, he was stoked. And I'll give him that because, you know, Burns gets hyped about that kind of thing. The two players that fell at 32 and 34. I know. You know, uh, I what I got we got what I got our safety starter safety. Yep. Yeah, you know, Watson is a raw wide receiver. I would even gone somewhere there. I would maybe take a reach on Ojabo. They could have. They yeah, they could have definitely know, taken Ojabo right there. I, obviously, we throw smoke screens with even Willis, but even like you could have taken Dean if you really wanted him, right? And then even like in the third round when Willis is still there, Dean was still there. You know, just everybody was chilling, and it's just like. Yikes! Uh, what it was definitely a very unique draft. Yeah, I was iffy on the cost that the Lions had to pay to go up to get uh, uh Williams. Williams, but like, but once again, you based on the reports of personality and his bulldog attitude, it had to be. I mean, Dan Campbell guy, yeah. you know, so. You know, he's obviously not going to start the season, probably work his way in midway. So, to count this year as a loss because playing a wider seat, you know, you'll be behind. Next year will be the tr- – following year will be the true test. But because stretch the field was the best wide receiver uh, running after the catch in the draft, they said. Um, good height, good length. You know, I will, you know, hopefully blow the top off every once in a while and go and get it. So, you know, he was, he was rated a third wide receiver in most of the guys' draft boards and – once he saw the first two go, I guess that was, you know, on their list. Yeah. Uh, what about thoughts for losers in the NFL draft? Do you have anything, Jared, to go? Yeah, do you have anything uh, about winners? Do you have anything to say about the I've been, I've been hearing a lot about people being disappointed in the Patriots draft. Everybody um, always is, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you took the guard, Cole Strange, at 29. What I'm hearing a lot of people... Some people had him rated higher, I think, than more other people did. But a lot of the consensus is you probably could have got him in the second. And then they took Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver from Baylor, yeah. with your with your second first with you know with your second round pick. And I think that he was more considered a third or fourth rounder. So you could probably could have got Strange in the second, and you probably could have got uh, Thornton in the third or the fourth. But. Um, you know, there was a number of wide receivers they probably could have taken before him. Uh, Sky Moore from Western was still on the board. Um, Pickens was still on the board. Um, so just a, a couple of questionable picks there. Um, at the same time, it's Bill Belichick. So I guess you never really know. Cole Strange, eight years down the road, could still be their starting guard. Yeah, that's what Patriots do. They always reach or trade back to get what they want to fit what they need. It's always somebody off the you know off the wagon, and so yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of people would have liked to see a little, maybe a few, a, a couple better weapons, maybe for Mac Jones coming into his second year. Um, I think what they have last year, uh, uh, Nikhil Harry, yeah. Aguilar, I think. 
they traded for Aguilar. I think they got uh, that Myers guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Myers. So maybe maybe a upgrade in the weapons for Mac Jones, possibly. Mm-hmm. They have Hunter Henry. I think they drafted. Uh, they drafted two more running backs in, in the fourth round, which is pretty questionable. Well, when you run the ball 500 times against the Bills and only throw it once, you need True. those running backs. But you, yeah. <laughs> but you, still, have, you still have Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. So, um, One of mine, and I'm on the fence, would be Tennessee. <laughs> Me and you are weirdly alike. Just because, okay, cool. What they draft? Malik, right? Third, I think that was a steal for them in the third. I, I agree, but um, losing AJ Brown, trading AJ Brown just uh, for cap purposes and getting another wide receiver, like just pay the guy. Yeah, you're still right there, you know. I, um, but yeah, but for 25 million a year, I think from what I've been hearing, you can get a lot out of Traylon Burks. He's pretty similar in terms of what he's going to do, run, run after catch and getting yak and. Yeah, well, so we said that about Charles Rogers. We said <laughs> that about Lacan Treadwell. You know, I'm just saying, like you're proven. Uh, yeah, you, you, well, it's, Ch- uh, Charles Rogers had his own problems. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you've seen a lot of wide receivers go in the first round that just never cut it. So yeah, uh, just uh, saying. The Lions have seen a lot of receivers in <laughs> go in the first round that yeah. have not panned out. Mike um, Williams. <laughs> I think Jackson also had a decent draft. I, you know, the whole Walker thing is bananas. Like, it's the number six rated guy. Not even that, but he was like even like a third team all conference. And he yeah. went number one overall. Yeah. Uh, I understand, you know, Georgia had the a hell of a depth team and, you know, everybody kind of played the role and blah, 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 blah. But I'm curious to see how that one goes. I think the Lions got lucky that. Oh, thankful. Fucking Hutch just fell in their lap. Thankful. I really kind of wonder what they would have done if. Well, yeah, especially when you see me, like, we were sitting there last week talking about Malik Willis, and then he goes, he pick goes six, third round. pick 86 <laughs> or whatever it was. You just see him falling, falling. I texted Burns, I think, in the third round, like, are we moving up? To, like, what's going on? You know, just smoke screens. It had to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, think that, I think it was trying to get somebody to trade with him. Yeah, but, like, even, uh, well, then there's Dean that fell, and there's one more guy that kind of just, like, the – Guy from F- FSU, Jermaine Johnson. Well, the fact that, that he didn't know. go until 26. You know, he was, what, second, third, third, fourth rated pass rusher. Now there's a pass have a rusher in heavy draft. He should have gone He should have gone top 15. But there was even points that there was rumors that Lions would have taken him at two. Well, that's like the thing is with, like, uh, the wide receivers. Like, when Drake London went at eight and then – it just started popping off. And I, t- I, talk, wa- I said, as soon as that first wide receiver goes, it's going to start. <coughs> it's on. Yeah. yeah, six wide receivers taken picks nine through eight or eight through eighteen. Like, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting to watch the first round, uh, and then to see not many quarterbacks go. Like, but we've seen drafts like this where there's one guy taken because it's a team that really wants to like go up and get that number one quarterback yeah. and Pittsburgh didn't have to move. They just stayed, stayed there. And yeah, they must, they waited. probably had a couple people, you know, yeah. um, you know, unless they, unless I would see, you know, somebody popped one off before them, then maybe you get a little bit antsy, but I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Kyle. I thought green Bay when, when as soon as the first wide receiver went off the board, I, th- I was sure green Bay was going to move up and try to take one. It, it was, I, at first, I was at work, and when it happened, I got pissed off. But then I didn't. When I got home, I like looked into everything, and I didn't realize one that six wide receivers went off. Like I saw Dotson go off to the Commanders, and I was kind of shocked because I had seen him as like a second, second round, round mm-hmm. pick, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. well, and then the Lions jump up to twelve to take Williams, and it was like, "All right, well." And but Green Bay got, uh, you know. Good inside linebacker, Quay Walker, a, a defensive tackle to put next to Kenny Clark. Both back to back Georgia picks, and didn't have to move. Like they were interested in taking that defensive tackle, like at twenty two. But like when uh, the linebacker fell to them, uh, they took their shot. And then moving up to the second pick in the second round to get Christian Watson, it was a guy that a lot of people had them taking in the first round and then making their move, getting a guy like that. And then I expect that they're going to have to sign, still sign like a veteran wide receiver just to. 
Lions have a bunch of ones that we traded like fifth and sixth round picks for if you want one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a seventh round pick and you just take them. If it makes you feel any better, Kyle, instead of uh, instead of the Seahawks taking a quarterback in the second round with one of their two sec- second round picks, they took another running back. <laughs> so, yeah. Big truck from state. Kenneth Walker, the, the third. You've been wanting that running back behind there. I mean,. I've been hearing a lot of things, you know, them taking a running back probably doesn't speak probably doesn't speak good about Chris Carson coming back, so Well, maybe we're going to still got Rashad Penny and he had a good uh last quarter till, of the till season. He, till he tears a knee or gets injured again in three or four games maybe, in. Maybe they're going back to the roots. I mean I what are, they only have a choice. They got Drew Locke and fucking Gene or Gino hey, Smith. Hey, Drew Locke, man. He was Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. I like him. I think he's gonna be fine. Uh, one last little bit of NFL news. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games for performance-enhancing drugs. Um, reports are he had three different <laughs> performance-enhancing drugs and a beaver tranquilizer in his system. <laughs> and a low, and a low That's grade, what I read today. Low-grade beaver tranquilizer. I don't know if it's actually real or not. <laughs> Thanks a know. lot, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was interesting to see the <laughs> trades that happened, like a with AJ Brown getting moved, Hollywood Brown oh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. moved to the got Cardinals. Arizona. Can we pop it off the top? Yeah, we shall see. Like, yeah. But uh yeah, then uh into the NBA playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, Sunday we we had a couple game ones. Giannis dominated inside to pro- inside to propel the Bucks to the game one win over the Celtics. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he had a triple double, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah. And then uh yes, Draymond gets ejected, but Steph Clay and Poole carry the Dumb Warriors call. to the victory over the Grizzlies. Kind of a weak call. Yeah. He's like, he, yeah, he pulled him down, but then he, like, tried to make sure he didn't fall. So being a flagrant two or whatever it was, a little rough, but whatever. It happened. And uh, um, the Splash Brothers and Cousin. Yeah. Man. Woo. I was nervous. I was like, oh, here we go. The Warriors, like, Boston went down, and then, like, oh, here comes Memphis. And I uh, just made it happen at the well, end. Pool had another thirty point game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he's gross. I'm well and Ja had a good look at the basket for yeah. like that last second just yep. good enough defense. Steph had a really key block there in the last minute and then Clay missing two straight free, free throws. throws. Like Well, that's what I'm saying. I watch it, I'm like, ooh, they're crumbling and then yeah. they just I almost thought he did it on purpose. <laughs> that championship <laughs> DNA and maybe they wanted a challenge game one. I don't know. Yeah. But then uh, Phoenix ends up getting past the Pelicans in six games. Uh, Booker's back. Booker's back. And then they're going to meet Luka and the Mavs. Uh, Monday night. Monday, or, yeah, I got last you. night. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No. <laughs> and then the 76, it'll be the 76ers versus the Heat, but Embiid is out, will be out game one and two with a broken orbital bone. And then on the broken for three. Face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as we're recording. I was going to say, they're playing right now. Last I saw the Heat were up by Heat are up by six right now. Ah, yeah. uh, talk about Doc Rivers being a garbage coach. Spoelstra is kind of the opposite as far as game planning. Mm-hmm. You know the, what they did to Trey Young in the first round was pretty phenomenal. They held him what fifteen points under a season average, the whole series. You know if Embiid does come back, don't don't think they don't have a game plan for him. They hope you just hope Miami gets to a nice. You know, one two, two zero, maybe three zero lead, and see what happens. But they need James Harden to be James Harden of the Houston Rockets. <laughs> to, for, I think to, for them to get past Miami. Yeah, should be interesting. Shall it? Maybe. Shall. Yeah, I think the Mavericks uh, Sun Series. They better call Charles Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> both teams. No, I was kidding. Uh, and then. Final piece of uh, full spread. Ooh, final N- piece. NHL playoffs. This is the sausage part. Uh, <laughs> we have to give. I I have to give you a round of applause, Ox. Because well, what up? Going into our this episode, I went back and listened to our NHL season preview. Season preview. Oh, how, how's that? And uh, <laughs> how do we sound then? Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. But um, we're gonna go to some of that episode right now for uh, something you said back then. Well, in fact, who do you think? Ends up in the Stanley Cup this year. Colorado. Ooh, Colorado. Avalanche. I hate him. Hate him. <laughs> That's one thing, too. We, we hired Alex Tange as an assistant coach who did play for Colorado. I'll respect him if he gets our power play up to 20%, then we can talk about him. Okay. That's how I feel about that. Okay. I understand some business and a coaching thing, blah, 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 blah. 
Anyway, uh, I think Colorado. Okay. And then Florida. Florida? Florida. You don't think Tampa Bay makes it again? Uh, I think their time is over. Friend of the show, Joe's favorite team in Florida. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Tampa sucks. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I think Florida. Yeah. So, Sox, great job predicting the two top teams in each conference. Funny, I'm, I was going to tag you in it today. Yeah. Uh, Colorado tops the West while Hot Dog Neck... No, that's for fair. <laughs> Bing bong. Hello. There you go. And the Florida Panthers take down the president's trophy and the East. NHL, like EA Sports NHL video game, did a video game simulation of the playoffs. And it was Colorado and Florida in the, in the Stanley Cup final with Florida winning. It's it makes it make, like when I was listening to it this week, it made so much sense with every other random thing. The only we only missed on Baker Mayfield going to Pittsburgh. So far, so far, <laughs> they're gonna take three quarterbacks and. Uh, hey man, you never know. Um, yeah, so NHL playoffs they started Monday. Yeah, I think Carolina and New York started off, and Boston and Carolina, or no, well, Boston, Carolina, as Boston and Carolina, and then. Tampa Bay and Toronto's on right uh, now. Tampa Bay and Toronto. What? Yeah. So what that was obviously before the season preview that we just brought up in the past archives. Tampa Bay did a great job of the t- trade line getting that third, fourth line grinder line going again. Tampa Bay is still going to be tough. I think Florida, though, is just a sexy beast. If they can keep the puck out of the net and Bobrovsky gets hot, they're going to be real good. Yeah, Florida's, Florida's nasty. Florida pretty much scores whenever they want. So Yeah. Uh, Colorado, you know, it's still that team. They're deep and, um, you know, we'll get into it a little bit when we talk about the Red Wings, um, season recap or whatnot, but it's, it's phenomenal to me that all these coaches that are getting there will have all these great teams are first year coaches too. So it's a little, uh, foreshadowing maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Shall be interesting. Well, we're coming right back to get down and dirty with everything Detroit sports in this week's Talk to the Hand. If you need some aid when you talk to your hand at home, go to teespring.com and search Spinebuster Sports for all your Talk to the Hand cleanup needs. <laughs> hey, Burns, you know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports hoodie? Where? Dee. You know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports shirt? Where? Dee. You know where Sox got his sweet The Feast hoodie at, Burns? Where? Dee. Or a sweet The Feast beach towel at? Where? Tee. That's teespring.com. T-E-E-T-S-P-R-I-N-G.com for all your Spinebuster sports and The Feast merchandise needs. No H's. Tee. Tee. Welcome back. Kyle's talking about he made a... Uh, towels of his face, so anytime we got to wipe out and finish... <laughs> We got we got towels for that. It's called the Pound Cake Finish on Me T-shirt. That'll be coming to your stores. That'll be coming to your stores soon. Uh, recap last week from B and D Discount. They did win seven to five. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah. So, like I said, tesprng.com. We eventually will have T-shirts with Kyle's face on it, so you can finish properly. And then you can wipe my hand, your hands on my whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> yeah. What's the cool thing about being an animal? I don't know. <laughs> the cool thing about being an animal is you can do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Hit the music. Spinebuster Sports presents. Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. And me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince will sing about. So put your hands down my pants, and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two in touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. I want you covered like my Waffle House hash browns. Coming quicker than FedEx. Never reach an apex. Just like Coca-Cola stock, you are inclined to make me rise an hour early. Just like daylight savings time. And that was Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. 
getting horny now. Bad touch. Blonde hound gang. That was my freshman year of high school. Classic. Classic. I heard that banger on the way home and windows <laughs> came down. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for that. That was great. Um, next up, perfect segue because like mammals, we talk with our hands and sometimes we talk about Michigan sports. So that's up next. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. Michigan sports. The feast. Spinebuster sports. This is a good one for Joe because it's about masturbation. Thanks for showing up, Joe. <laughs> uh, and also, like I said, Kyle's face on T-shirt. Uh, anyway, um, Kyle, what do you what do you got on the, the hand talk? Well, first, hand job talk. Uh, Detroit Tigers. Meow, meow. Kitty cats. Six game losing streak. Yeah, uh, well, we lost the series. We got swept by the Twins. Yeah. We had many, 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 many errors. Yep. That cost <laughs> us games. Uh, sure did. Lost Tuesday 5-4, lost Wednesday 5-0, lost Thursday 7-1. Uh, Tigers had 11 hits on Thursday. Bray! Scored, scored one run. Yeah. <laughs> had four errors. Yay! But then... We went oh, out. Wait, let me boo on that one. <laughs> don't don't forget. We went out west and we smoked Indo and sipped on gin and juice. That's the Dodgers for you. That's the Dodgers. We lost five to one Friday. It was not a good day. Yeah, and then we won five to one Saturday. Uh Saturday against Kershaw too. Kershaw set the record in Dodgers history, which is a very varied, long history of good pitchers. You know, Sandy Koufax comes to mind off the top of my head. Right. Uh, Set the record for most strikeouts in L.A. Dodger history. I think I can't remember who it was. It was like Chris Sutton, maybe. Who's number? Anyway, uh, congratulations to him and his great career. Kind of reminds me of the left, you know, in our era, the left-handed version of Verlander because they kind of came at the same time. He's dominant in the National League and all that stuff. But guess what? We had a pitcher named Brisk or something like that. Pitch pitched five decent innings and got the win. Our bullpen pitched really well. Timely hitting. They have been. We our bats have started coming up a little bit. It's May, for, but it's there are still a couple of guys that are still lagging behind a little yeah, bit. Candelario needs to step up. Badu needs to step up. Scope, Scope needs to step up. Torkelson's not getting any protection because those guys are not doing their part. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. But we had eight errors this week in yeah. the field, and bat, but batting, like we said, was starting to creep That's up. That's more than the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, if you're, I don't know if anybody's counting, but nah, I say a lot of wrong shit. It's okay. <laughs> Do you guys believe me? You guys should believe me on some stuff. John Gruden got fired, so fuck you. Um, yeah, yeah. And Colorado and Colorado, Florida. Florida. There's a couple other ones. That's yeah, pretty good. We've had some random shit happen. So Baker Mayfield does go to Pittsburgh, though. I am totally yeah. putting Kyle's T-shirt on. T-E's <laughs> <laughs> uh, But this week, the Tigers will be singing Michael Bolton. Why? This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, that one. Nice. When they play two games against Pittsburgh Tuesday and Wednesday. The Pirates. Davy Jones, Arr. Giant Squid. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> then the Let's boys will be that. <laughs> then the boys will be in Houston for four games this week weekend, clutching their butt cheeks so no one can check out Uranus. What? Because they play the fucking Astros. Got it. <laughs> You couldn't do like Astro, like wasn't there Astro the Jetsons dog? Wasn't he Astro? <laughs> Probably. You do that. We gotta do maybe, maybe later. Okay. All right. Spoiler. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then to our lovely, lovely extended Red Wing coverage. Woo! End the season last week Tuesday. The Red Wings lost to Toronto three to nothing. Didn't watch it. <laughs> and then Friday we won. Against the Devils, 5-3. Goals from Bertuzzi, Rasmussen, Suter, Valeno, and Sider. Yeah, Valeno. Valeno, he was playing on top line. He needed to score a goal. Yeah, too. but that, that, was 50 for, that was 50 points on the season for Sider, and that was Burt's 30th of the season, so that was, that's, that's, that's plus. There you go. So hit 30, hit 50. I think Lids, uh, the list was Lidstrom, McCarr, Brian Leach, Sider, and somebody else that were the only for, for rookies rookie defenseman to hit fifty points. So well, he's, he's only the second one in Red Wings history behind since Lidstrom. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
Wait, Captain Jack, Johnny Depp. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry. Go ahead. I love you. Yeah, I love um, you Gagne had two assists. Bertuzzi had an assist. Rasmussen, Raymond, Sunquist, Verana, Ronick. Yeah. Holman. Woo. Helbert gets his first NHL victory. Uh, he's a big goalie. Yeah, and he's like 31. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> That's Red Wings end the year. Uh, first things first, they Red Wings take out the trashel. Mm. Woo! Yeah. Flashel's contract isn't renewed. As it, uh, Same with Huda. Yeah. Huda and the goalie coach. Huda and the goalie, yeah. Weird. Some of the names being thrown around, like uh, I saw that. I saw that post, what you're referencing to, but go ahead. Yeah, I saw Igor Lariano was, they said he probably wouldn't be able to. I don't, I don't see Federoff doing it either. Yeah, I was, but... Uh, the coach of Ferlunda, Roger Ronberg. Oh, only because he coached half of our prospects That's so far. That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, Roger Ronberg. Yeah. What, a, what a name. <laughs> what? Coming out of Sweden, yeah. David Carl out of Denver U. Yeah, well. Uh, just won the national championship. Nate Lehman, Providence. Yeah, has a good school over there. Yeah. Ryan Warfarski. No, I have no idea. Chicago Wolves. Yeah. And then Jason Payne, the Cincinnati Cyclone. Uh, so I was in this press conference today, just real quick over on the splash. I know Joe's excited. Yeah. Um, he, they were talking about criteria of hiring a coach, what you're looking for, any type of you know track record, things like that. Eisman's open to all and any. Not like Babcock, it sounds like. So that's good. I think he's going to go in the younger direction. Uh, like we talked about what the you know Florida and Colorado first year coaches there, look at where they're at. I think he might do the same. Whether it's I don't think it's gonna be anything within our system. Uh, but I would look someone that has not maybe coached in the NHL before, maybe a current assistant, maybe somebody in the the minors, um, then even the college ranks. So something to keep your eye out on because I you know there's been names thrown around like what Tortorella, Quenville, yeah. Um, there's rumor, you know, people said if DeBoer got hired from Vegas, Kyle's, Kyle's just shaking his head. Yeah, he doesn't know fucking idea. Uh, if DeBoer got fired from Vegas, he might be an option. Lane Lambert was Eisman's roomie and best friend, and that's in the Islanders organization right now. Maybe, maybe Kentwood, my hometown Kentwood kid, Mike Knubel in Grand Rapids as the assistant. Maybe he gets, nah, he won't get the job, but, uh, interesting. Uh, my my favorite would still be Larianov. I think that would just be uh, he's a brilliant mind, but you just gotta look for somebody that could. We have a young team. We gotta develop. We got we have to develop these guys. So hopefully a fresh voice gets there. I don't think Blashel was a wrong voice. There's just there needs to be a new voice. Definitely, definitely time. This part in the rebuild, I I think it's time for a. Blashel was a good. Stop gap. He was a good gap coach. He's a great coach. But, yeah, but I don't think. But at this point, I don't think there's much. You, I, don't, you put, I don't think there's any farther he's going to take us at this point. At this point, for this team, you put right. him on a team that was in a winning direction. Like let's say three years from now, and we'd already have him on our team, and we were in that direction where he had to pull the trigger and get a new coach. He'd be that coach. So, I mean, he's the same coach as Cooper. He just it was time was over. You know. Yeah, you know, since Trashel has all this extra time on his hands, do you know what you should do? What? Listen to the feast by Spinebuster Swords every <laughs> Tuesday at 8 a.m. Yeah, so, so he would be thrilled that you guys didn't call him Trashel. Fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> stupid bitch. There's a sandwich on your desk. The knowledge we smack you with might have helped you keep your job. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your socks of more details. Uh, real quick. Yeah, go. Just go. Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday has the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. Just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. 
Well, that was kind of weird, but we're back in the club. Kira Knightley. <laughs> uh, next week, episode 37. I see on Kyle's preparation sheets. NHL awards. So, Joe, you might be. Remember, you have to you know, stick around. Don't worry. You don't, you don't get paid. Um, but, yeah, 37 NHL awards. The following week, we're going to do our top 10 Detroit sport moments in our lifetime which spans roughly 30 to 35 to 40 years if you're counting so basically bad boys and beyond mm-hmm. uh also what else was i gonna bring up damn it what did we just talk about going off the air real flash or something yeah cool uh up next we're gonna talk a little bit we're gonna close out the red wing season just for a little bit, because you know me, off season is my favorite time of the world. But first, one more thing. Go. Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Love the kind you clean up with the mop and bucket. Like the last catacombs of Egypt, only God knows where we stuck it. Hieroglyphics, let me be specific. I want to be down in your South Sea. But I got this notion that the motion of your ocean means small craft advisory. So if I capsizers and thighs, high tide B5, you shunk my battleship. Please turn me on. I'm Mr. Coffee with an automatic drip. Just show me yours. I'll show you mine. Tool time. You'll love it just like Lyle. And then we'll do a doggy style while we watch X-Files. Do it. That was Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. And we're back. Oh, <laughs> I was a paying attention. I was looking at a uh, giant squid Davy Jones still. <laughs> this whole town's a pussy. Just your own tortuga. Yeah. I, I'm reloaded. I, for some reason, that popped in my head today, so that's what I went with. Uh, Red Wings. I got loud there. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, they end the season 32, 40, and 10. Whoop. 74 points, finishing sixth in the Atlantic. Mm. Eighth division, best, by the way. Yeah, the division. Uh, eighth best odds to get the number one pick. Yeah. And uh, maybe luck will hit our side and we actually get like a t- top one or two. That'd be sweet. Probably not, though. Uh, upcoming free agents, uh, Gagner. Yeah, Gag- <laughs> Gagner. Let's get it. Let's shop them up all now. It's gonna be. It's gonna be about six months, Kyle. Gagne, Rowney, Zadina, Hiroshi, Taco, De Kaiser, Stahl, Ulevi, Wallman, Grice, Picard, Larson, Picard from Star Wars. Yeah, Star Captain Trek? John Luke Picard. You're right. Word. Ah. <laughs> uh, Oh, I got notes on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh free agent wise, I think Gagney wants to come back. Seems like he likes to do uh wants to be there for teaching the youth. Uh who else did you put on that list? Let me read my notes that you've handed out nicely on a piece of paper. I, I would like to br- I would like to bring Stahl back for another year, considering yeah. uh pretty much all your other defensemen other than the young guys are pretty much all free agents. He would be out of the ones that are unrestricted. The one I would bring back, uh, I think, by DeKaiser. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Levy, I think we gave him his round, but he's unrestricted. He's restricted. I, I wouldn't see that unless it was a two way deal. Wallman, just kind of depends what the market brings because we do need defensemen. We can't just you know settle, and he would be. Not a bad choice, but like I said, he's not a top four. He's he's your third pairing at best, in my opinion. So uh, Zadina, he'll be, he'll get resigned. Um, it'll be a bridge deal of some sort, kind of like Rasmussen was. I think Rasmussen got like a three year, you know, five and a half million dollar deal. Hiroshi, if he's willing to do a two way contract, I th- I would I would mind keeping him around. But you know, he some every once in a while he'll get a team like maybe like Arizona that has. Nobody on their team, you know, give them a chance to be a fourth line, third line guy. So you just never go there. Grice. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Picard, you know, if he still wants to be that bridge gap or technically our third goaltender that's in Grand Rapids, cool. I have no problem with that. 
you have the Halberg or Hellman's Mayo or whatever guy that came in. This, Mag- Magnus. Uh, he had a one-game tryout. We'll see. Well, we also have some uh, young up-and-comers. But goaltenders? Uh, we have one. Oh, he's not close. Though. He's gonna. He's like three years out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, he is the number. He, he is. Goalies take way more to season. Uh, he is only 19. He's in a good spot where he is as far as competitive level. We'll see next year what we do. If he does come up and we go tournament Grand Rapids. And, you know, Eisman said in the press conference today, you know, your play is going to dictate where you go. You know, we're not going to just throw you in here just to say, hey, you're 20, you're your top goalie prospect, let's go. Um, you know, we stole Nadalkovich. Yeah. Which he had a hell of a year based on the defense that they gave him. You know, he said that he was proud of him for battling and coming to work every single day, even though he would put up set, you know, get seven put up on him. You know, still having that same attitude of trying to get better, which is can be a tough thing to do. So, what else you got? Uh, Edvidson will be at least getting a he'll get a shot, a shot, a shot to make the team. He'll be in either Grand Rapids or uh, uh, Red Wing. Gross. Like I'm a part of like the insider yeah. Uh the Red Wings. We're journalists. Yeah. I'm um, a journalist. <laughs> looking looking at our defensive possibilities for next year, I can't imagine that Edvinson would not would not make the team. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he uh they they're comparing him to the situation with Cider, and obviously they're two different players, but you know, if if you can make the team be a decent well, impactful from, player. From what you've told me and I've learned from this show, one of them's a draft. Yeah, he's a he's my Swedish draft. He's not like Soderstrom. They're gonna cider, um, cider, and the glider. Cider and the glider. He's six four, can skate. Uh still, I think a little bit more, maybe more raw. But you know, I said that about cider too, and look what he pulled off. And I, Eisman said that in his press conference today. He's like, we, you know, we, cider made the team, and you know, who thought he would have made this more much of an impact? Same thing with Evanson. You know, even if you make a fifty percent impact of what cider did, you, you know, that's the way we're going. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, also, hyped. Uh, Elmer Soderblom. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the six eight guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the other tall S O B. S O B. Six round pick, I think. Fifth round pick, a couple mm-hmm. years six, ago. Six round yep. Six eight two forty. Uh, he they're the world junior. The world championships are coming up in a couple months. Uh, he's on the tryout. So if he made that team, that's impressive. Got good hands. It's just with the with the Swedish players, it's the transition from the the Swedish game to the American smaller game. rink on our end. More a little more physical play coming over coming more, over. More here. physical and less ice. Okay. Uh he He'll be a he'll be a, he'll be a Griffiner. He'll be a Griffin. He should be. They're negotiating as they that's what Eisman said. Uh he said Eisman made a good funny point about him. They're asking questions about you know, prospects. You know, is he one of those guys that's you know sneakily awesome? Did you guys know about that? And two years ago, he was in the Traverse City training camp, whatnot, their prospect camp, and he dusted out their physical skills or measurements. And Heisman said, like, yeah, he's strong. Like, he's he's built like a horse, and he was only 18. Think about when he's 20, 20, or he's 20 now, but 22, 23 years old, still putting on the poundage and, you know, still working out heavy. He's only, he's only, he's an inch shorter than Chara. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not going to be he's like he's not the guy that's going to be a swift skater, you know, things like that, but the the fact that he's been showing some hands um shooting, you know, little dangles here and there is pretty impressive. So maybe, you know, you just you need those late round picks to kind of hit and hopefully that turns into one. He'll be our he'll be our next Thomas Holmstrom with better hands. Um, better skating. Better hopefully. skating. <laughs> yeah. So we're get a flag jacket call today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for getting pounded in the net. Uh, net. Any other upcoming young guys? Uh, Jonathan, I would like to see Bergeron. Jonathan yeah. Bergeron. I think I think Bergeron did enough in Grand Rapids this year to 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 earn a shot next year. It was more about statistics with him though, and but once again, I was press conference. He said today we asked him to be. Mm-hmm. God damn it, he <laughs> asked him to do a couple of specific things to round his game out better. He accomplished that. Yeah, he's got a shot to make it, and it's up to him, really, probably at that point. Uh, Johansson's coming across. He's in negotiation. Oh, he will be after he's there in the finals in Sweden. He's in the, one of the finals. Wallander, potentially. Almer <laughs> Vero, a defenseman from Finland. He is scheduled to hop on the boat and come across. 
Um, Niederbach. Niederbach will be in Sweden one more year. He's a youngin. There's one more. Who am I missing? Oh, we talked about Evanson. Yeah, I think everything I got. Johansson. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. Will all those guys, are they slotted to make the Red Wings? No, probably not. But are they the fact that they're coming to North America is one step closer to us seeing what they bring to the table. And I, I'm next year's gonna be a next year's a huge year for our what Eisenman has drafted in the last three years because his players are starting to blossom. They're starting to become 20, 21 years old. Kyle, are you enjoying this? I'm enjoying. Life. Who? So who's your? Who's your? Well, we've got we've got all three all three of the the draftees that were on the Minis- or on the uh, Denver. the Denver championship team. Yep. So those could be potentials. A couple years down the line, even yeah. so. I mean, I think Carter Mazur had a fantastic tournament. Yeah, he's going to hit us another sophomore year, though. Otherwise, we would have signed him already. Yeah, true. Uh, what was it? Tuamisto. Tu yeah, uh, the defenseman. Sh- and Shai Buiam. Oh, he's my boy. That's another defenseman, puck-moving guy. Uh, still raw, but, you know, two, three years, maybe even, you know, maybe next year. There we go, and he's playing competitive. You know, Kyle Chalky's competitive. They, that's a good transition. We'll see. So, uh, who do you think was the more impactful rookie this year for the Red Wings? Was it Cider Most or Cider. Raymond? No Cider. Um, he, he's, he's their top defenseman, 21 years old. Well, he's going to win the Calder. He's going to win. Or the, he better win the Calder. <laughs> he should win the Calder. You know, it's plus minus. They are always talking about that, but he was on, on the ice for a lot of empty night goals via the other team. Anyway. That's what they – I saw that stat where it like switches. He's, in he's naturally like, like plus eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he's <laughs> and he's not almost thirty. <laughs> yeah, he's twenty-one. He logged you know twenty-two and a half minutes, twenty-three minutes this year. Expect to see that twenty-five next year, twenty-six. When you put up fifty points as a rookie, he played every <laughs> single game. Um, yep. You know, everybody questioned his durability because coming from Europe and playing a little bit of a shorter season. Like, well, he did play Grand Rapids last year, didn't he? Anyway, adjusting to that, played all 82 games. He's going to be wearing an A on a sweater very soon, I think, as well. He just has that whole aura of a hockey player of, you know, if you watch some of his, they do a show, him and Valeno, they do a little little bit. Hello. Uh, uh, the, Mo- the Mojo Show. The, the Mojo Show. But his personality, you can just tell, like, He's a he's he's a great teammate. He seems a little he, <laughs> the Mojo Dude. show kind of shows like I think he's he's humble but in yeah. kind of like a I know I'm good kind of yeah but he doesn't pronounce it oh no no you know he's just he's gonna show up every single day and and try to make the team win whichever a lot of players do but he's he's a special he's 21 years old man like I, I'm stoked we all Joe and I saw, Joe saw me when we picked him what six overall seventh yeah. overall. And um, we had Trevor Zegers on the board and a couple other American guys I wanted. And my, I like, I was like, what? Who? What? Every yeah. everybody's face in the draft. Uh yeah. So another f you to me from Stevie Y. Like trust the trust the dude and his due diligence because huge fan. So uh, uh, both side or Kyle to answer your question. Um, what about most improved? Most improved player, Michael most. Rasmussen, maybe. Ooh. The Rasmussen Renaissance. Uh, I think he's uh, for me. He's you know, playing center. He won a lot of faceoffs. He's he was supposed to be a power play guy. Thomas Holmstrom. He played on the power play or excuse me, the penalty kill. You know when things get a little dicey, he does step up and be six six. You know, uh, do you have somebody on your mind? Uh, I was I was gonna say Rasmussen, or I would say probably. Uh, Valeno at that point. Valeno had a good second half of the year. After that, we went and saw that game when I think it was All Star Weekend in the NHL. And he played for Grand Rapids and he mm-hmm. scored, you know, three goals in a couple games, had four points, and he kind of he kind of he skated after that. You know, he kind of um, you know he did only play fourth line minutes for a long time, but he did a good job filling the role of Dylan Larkin in the last seven games of the year, playing a top line center. I think theoretically we would like him to be our second line center eventually one day. I don't think it's gonna be next year. I think he'll be third or fourth. Whether you keep Rasmus in that center might depend on how Joey Valeno plays too. Um, but I, I, I like that. I like that uh, defensively. Somebody that regressed Kyle would be Hironic. 
Damn you, Ronick. Damn you. Uh, I think he regressed defensively pretty hardcore. Uh, yeah, he's got a great shot on the on the left point, one on the power play. I think he tried to do too much. Um, I think I think I think he felt the pressure from Big Mo. I think if he realizes that Mo's the number one guy, he could be a really really good second pairing guy. Just calm down a little bit, you know, like do your part defensively. But it was the whole defense, so you can't really say you know, if we get a new coach or whatnot. You never know. What's going on? Toronto was up five nothing. Toronto is yeah or Tampa. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> Aha. Joe's so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa. Um, MVP of the team. Ooh. I would say Dylan. Larkin. I would say Larkin. How do you Larkin or Cider? Yeah, I would say Dylan Larkin. He had uh, he was in the top three for like most first period goals or first player on the ice to score the goal first. He just got that motor. Having to be a 25-year-old captain now, well, he's been captain for a little bit, but being on a losing team, having to answer questions every single night, you know, I think he does a great job of that. He's a point-per-game producer. You know, you can't really ask more, you know, more than that. I mean, you want more than that, but you can't ask more than that. Plays a 200-foot game. He needs some protection from some big boys. He can't be getting scrummy all the time. He's got... I understand it. You don't understand it, though. You're the captain of your team. You're sticking up for your team. But you need somebody to kind of wail on somebody every once in a while for you. Yeah, but I'm kind of hoping it's not going to have to be him. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Get get somebody. I I think that's kind of the almost the role I feel like Rasmussen's kind of picking up. He's going to pick up the enforcer type. Well, just like put a face in, you know, you can't have Dylan Larkin being Arbor Tuesday even. Um, But, yeah. So, Dylan Larkin. Uh, what about our draft expectations? Uh, what happened? <laughs> this whole town's a pussy. Uh, draft. It's always hard to say with the draft because NHL. It's not like football where you you know you draft somebody and they play right away, or NBA they you know play right away. Uh, expectations. I mean, we still need everything, right? We we get number one and we take uh yeah Shane Wright. We take Shane Wright and it's game over. Yeah, and then that <laughs> accelerates a lot of things. You want to talk about somebody making the team? We'll see you there. Uh, that'd be nice. A lot of interesting prospects. I want to say the last couple of years has been exciting because there's been a lot of U.S. players, right? I think the last year, the year before, was very U.S. heavy draft with Zegris and Turcotte and all those guys I liked, Jack Hughes. Um, there's just a lot of there's a couple of Finnish guys, a couple of Russian guys at the top couple american guys dangling around i think we'll get a we hope i hope we get us some sort of offensive specialty guy whether you're a playmaker or a sniper things like that i don't need a two-way forward right now we could always use help on defense but we have all these guys on defense coming up but we need we need some more depth we need some more depth scoring exactly so your your top line pretty much produced there's uh there's a guy that's from in the detroit area nazar i think his name is off the top of my head Oh, uh, Nazer. Nazer. Nazer, Nazer. Nazerade. Uh, I would see him. That would be a good spot for us there. Uh, the guy from Finland. Is it Kamal? Kamal? Don't my notes. Don't my notes. Um, but, yeah, expectations. It's hard, to always, it's hard to always say. My expectation is to get all these youngins that we drafted three years ago over and have a party. Kyle's, Kyle's literally like on Facebook. <laughs> you, you can call me Scarface, Snort yeah. Mountains of. You know that song video my mom sent me today? Sox Sanchez, Sides Blue and Fire. Paul Chevy. Simon, call me out. It's a great song. It is. I, I, che, Chevy, 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 Chevy. Me, Chevy. Me, me and Al work together again. I know. Yeah. But. Mr. Yeah. Chase in that video is bum, 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 When he drops bum, the drink, bum, bum, bum. there's no drum there, and it just drops through. Uh, OAR, you can see a video of OAR and Train doing a cover of it together. That's pretty solid. It's, but Chevy Chase it's, is it? No. It's, oh, it's like a lie. Then you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm talking yeah, about Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase is amazing. Uh, free, right. free agency outlook. Free for, agency outlook. We need a, it just, it, a lot of the, things there ah uh, on my list second line center would you agree center maybe uh maybe some uh, if you can add some defensive depth maybe oh yeah we need like five defensemen but player wise 
Let's talk. So center, second line center, Vincent Tro- Trocek. He's on Carolina right now. Um, Andrew Kopp, former Michigan guy, got traded to New York. That's another one. Kadri, they've been talking about. I think he's a little past his age Yeah, if, if, well, if you listen to Eiserman's interview today, too, he, he kind of – he kind of hinted at the fact that he wants, if he's going to pick up a free agent, he kind of wants to keep somebody who's still pretty young. Well, that was no, that was more for if he was going to trade a prospect or a pick. True. Yeah, he wants somebody that's going to be in the same age as the young old. But I also, I don't think you want to be adding anybody who's thirty plus. No, you're open for that 27, 28, 29 range. So, um, yeah, if we could get. <laughs> It'd be a stretch, but if, if we could get uh, Philip Forsberg somehow, which is going to cost us a little bit of money. but Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling that that negotiation in Nashville is not done yet. Um, Kyle. Sir, what does the future look like for the Red Wings? Hold on, we're still doing free agency. We're still doing free agency? <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a guy with the last name don't, Chalupa. <laughs> don't fucking wake me up. Oh, uh, tr- um, Matea, Matea Chalupa. No, the other one was Johnny Hockey. Johnny, his last name's Hockey. No, Johnny oh. Goudreau. <laughs> well, if his last name's Hockey, you got to take him. He, this is our hockey expert, Johnny Goodrow. Calgary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be a sweet signing. Yeah. Comments there. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be so dope. I'm looking up. Lonely Island lyrics for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were. Uh, uh, but, it, you know, those guys, I would hope they would be a good fit. Ryan Strom from New York would be another one. Uh, they talked Phil, about Philip Cl- Forsberg. Yep, Joe brought that up. You were listening. Uh, I was listening so hard. Uh, John Klingberg, defenseman. Uh, you said you said cop already, right? Andrew Cop. Tyler Mott is technically an unrestricted free agent. He's a 27-year-old center. Wonderful role player. Wonderful penalty okay. killer. But the uh, former Michigan grad. C- CCM line. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Get, get, <laughs> give. Well, that was technically Kyle Kyle Connor. Connor. Yeah, but still, yeah, get, get Com for Cop and Mott together. That'd be sweet. What about Ethnicio is a free that's agent? A, <laughs> What's that, Kyle? I was I was just looking at cool names. Oh God, <laughs> Mesnikov. Maybe he swings back his way. What about Nick Letty? Nick Cousins, another one. Nick Letty. He's yeah. He's gonna try to get for a cup. I was just. Uh, if you want to throw money, another, a guy that would be a huge, huge benefit to protect Vander Kane. He's proven himself in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. As long as he doesn't gamble, keep him away from the gambling. Yeah. The Sheldon also, dries. Uh, former Western guy. Oh. Nice job, Kyle. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> uh, um, Darren Helm. Just kidding. He passed his prime. <laughs> but those, I think those guys. There's a lot of red form Red Wings. Riley Shane's on here. Brennan Smith is on here. I would, I would, a lot of former Red Wings. I would like Cop. I would like Trocek. Xavier Ouellette. Andy yeah. Green. He's like 50. <laughs> Say Andrew Green. Also like 50. Uh, yeah. But I think I think it's just going to be mostly during the draft. I don't I don't know. You know he, he's so dry of giving out any. He's so close to the chest, so it's hard to say. But if it was my squad, Trocek, I think, would be your number one. He's a right-handed shot. Cop. Tyler Ma, I think, would be a great depth guy, former Michigan guy. Um, you know, those guys, I, I think that would be. But, you know, it's all about term, dollar amount. We could bring back 35-year-old Darren Helm. No. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. That's my thoughts there. Yeah, so that's about what I got. That's all you got? That's it. That's it. I can keep talking. Yeah. What did we learn today, Joe? Who do you think would might be the coach next year? Who, who would you hire? Andrew Sox Pounton. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> I can't coach it though. Hashtag. I'll scout. Sox Sanchez. Pound signed it. Pound signed it. I would. I would Pat. steal Mel Pearson from the University of Michigan. Oh, that's which not. which would also hurt at the same time. <laughs> hurt and help. Uh, what did I learn today, Kyle? Yeah, what did you learn today? I learned that Paxton Lynch and Patterson are on the same team. Yeah. Is there no fans in the stadium? No, there, I I think there might be some, but like... Like the players' wives? Paid. Yeah, like... Nobody's getting paid? It's like the workers. Oh. 
Yeah, just playing football for fun. <laughs> just going out to the play yard like it was. It's like in, a t- it's just like a TV show. That's back all in, it is. Back in '93, tossing the pig screen around. Oh, it is. It's just something to fill TV time with Bro's brother. It's like any other TV show. That's what I did in '93. <laughs> just have larger cats. Played football with Bro's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Bro's brother. Bro's brother. Yeah. E. Yeah. Uh Kyle, what'd you learn? Uh, that Theodore. Niederbach will not be <laughs> joining the Red Wings next season. I uh, yeah. I hopefully. I mean, that'd be cool if he came across, but he's still kind of on the younger side, and he he hasn't really played in the the Swedish league full blown. But either did Raymond really, so you never know. Joe, did you learn anything? Did you learn how to talk on a microphone and all that stuff? I did. I did. Yeah, how to go? This was a good. This was a good training session. Did you have a good time? I did. Okay. Yeah. Are you still mad at me for asking you to come out? That's my boy. We all. I told Joe he was anxious about how his voice sounded. I told him if he was going to say anything, I was going to punch him in the face. I would never hit him. I'd get filed. Uh, he would. He would Chris rock me. <laughs> Next week, NHL awards. Yes, Tigers things. Tigers things. Full spread. I'm sure Burns will want talk something Lions. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah he'll be excited about Williams. Burnstock, some NFL draft. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. If we have time, we have time. We could do maybe a little questions from Facebook. We haven't done that. In a Ooh, while. that'd be sexy. I ever broke out that music. We also got to bring up how the Bulls didn't make it. Yeah, the Bulls did not make it. We got or, or the Pelicans. Burns the face. Yeah. Um. Happiest of birthdays to you, sir. Oh, um, hey, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Hope it's a fun one. Hope I get to see you. I'm sure I will. Yeah. We have B&D discounts. <laughs> we have a dark update. Nobody texted me today. Oh, well. Um, I don't yes. know. We'll let you know next week about, the local Kalamazoo Dart League. Um. Yeah, so that's all I got. Joe, appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks thank for you. Thank you. Thank thanks, you for having me. Thanks for supporting the firing of Jeff Blaschel. Yep. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Number one advocate. Uh, next week, we'll be here. Talk to the hand. Full spread. Download us every Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. Listen to us every Wednesday if that makes your life easy. But keep on listening. We really appreciate your support. Let us teabag you with knowledge. Let, uh, and don't forget, I'm in the process of making T-shirts. For you to finish on. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, happy Mother's Day yeah. to, to all the mamas. For sure. Happy mamas, Mother's Day. Baby mamas, mamas, baby mamas, mamas. <laughs> baby mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas, mamas. I hope you love the double deuce of poetry, too. Dropping deuces. Drop. Drop. We'll roll your windows down. Hang out at Bantosh. Who cares if you have your 37 you have two kids in the backseat? They don't know. Love you guys. Goodbye, Mexico. Good night, Canada. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>